Welcome to another episode of The Power of Italy, hosted by yours truly, Luisa Potenza. Well, the days dwindle down to a precious few, September, November, and before you know it, Christmas. My, hasn't this year gone by? We thought it would never end with the pandemic and what have you. And we were kind of, uh, we were holed up in our homes, weren't we? Yeah. But, you know, a lot of good came out of that. Of course, I am not talking about the dreadful deaths that we, that, uh, that happened. But uh, we learned to appreciate our homes, didn't we? And we, we ventured into home projects, spent a lot of money staying home. But now we feel very comfortable and we feel very grateful that we have these homes that we can enjoy. Well, let's now go to a bit of news from Italy, courtesy of the Italian Tribune, the newspaper that's published in New Jersey. Well, Italy recently celebrated World Pasta Day. Well, we celebrate it here, don't we? Every Sunday, and in most homes, every Thursday. Yeah, that's the Italian way. Well, Italy announced record exports for one of its most beloved products. Well, you know what I think of when I'm reading that? I think of Sophia Loren, who once said, I am who I am because of pasta. Well, didn't always work for all of us, did it? <laughs> but it certainly did for Sophia. Well, Italy announced that there was a 33% increase in pasta exports, exports excuse me, over the first seven months of this year compared to the same period in 2021. Around 200,000 Italian farms produced the durum wheat used to make pasta, feeding a supply chain that includes 360 companies and more than 7,500 employees. Think of it. All for pasta. Well, I imagine we're eating more pasta these days um, because we always thought it was so economical. But truly, it isn't anymore. It's gone up. Sharp increase. And uh, you know another little caveat I want to pass on to you that I read recently that... Um, if something is touted as being Italian style, it really isn't made in Italy. It has to specifically say made in Italy to be a true product of that country. And so I've been buying Barilla Pasta because, for one thing, when you arrive in Italy, you arrive at the Naples airport and there is a huge sign at the airport and it's, um, it's a commercial for Barilla Pasta. And it says, the favorite of Italy. Well, do you know what Barilla is made here in the United States? Not fair. That's not truth in advertising, is it? Actually, the best pasta that you can possibly buy is imported, and it's the Cecco. Yes, it's the favorite of restaurateurs all over the country. It's more expensive than the others, but it is so much better. Oh dear, will I get into trouble for this? I don't know. But anyway, 
I wanted to pass that on to you. It's important. Well, here's another little news item. You know that uh, Christmas Alley, which is located in Naples on the Via San Gregorio Armeno, well, they turn out thousands and thousands of Christmas ornaments. And what they have now, they're featuring the new Prime Minister, Giorgia Meloni. She is now a popular Christmas ornament that's made for this shop along the iconic Via San Gregorio Armeno. Well, let me see. Is there anything else I can tell you about? Oh, yes. You know the famous Ponte Vecchio in the city of Firenze? Well, it's undergoing restoration. Yeah, it hasn't been restored in many, many, many years. But you know what's interesting? The Ponte Vecchio is the only bridge in Florence that was spared from destruction in World War II. Viva il Ponte Vecchio in Firenze. Well, you know what I thought? You know that I'm a part of the Sons and Daughters of Italy in America, and proudly so. But I've never really given you a brief history of it. I'd like to do that now, with your kind permission. Well, originally called Figli d'Italia, the Order of Sons of Italy in America was established in the Little Italy neighborhood of New York City on June 22, 1905, by Vincenzo Salado, M.D., and five other Italian immigrants who came to the United States during the Great Italian Migration, which was 1880 to 1923. Their aim at the time was to create a support system for all Italian immigrants that would assist them with becoming U.S. citizens, provide them with health, death benefits, and educational opportunities, and offer assistance with assimilation in America. The highlights in Osaya's history are following. In its early years, Osaya established free schools to teach immigrants English and centers to help them become U.S. citizens. The first Osaya Lodges established orphanages and homes for the elderly, life insurance and mortuary funds, credit unions, welfare societies, and scholarship funds to aid members in need. During World Wars I and II, Osaya members bought war bonds and war stamps to support the war effort, and lodges competed with each other to contribute the most money to the Red Cross. In World War II, the Osaya Supreme Council, which is comprised of national officers, issued a resolution urging members to donate one day's salary to the national defense. To date, Osaya members have given more than $130 million to educational programs, disaster relief, cultural advancement, and medical research. Impressive. Oh, yes, it is. And if you would like to join the Order Sons of Italy in America, actually now called Sons and Daughters of Italy in America, Pick up your phone and call the Grand Lodge, which is located in Belmore, New York, 
Their number is area code 516-785-4623. That's area code 516-785-4623. You know, another thing that we do, well, last month, you know, was Italian Culture and Heritage Month. And my lodge, which is the Sergeant John Barcelona Lodge, located in Blue Point, Long Island, we went to the local library, actually Sayville, and we set up Italian artifacts in the display case. Everyone contributed. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people contributed. It was very impressive. And one of the things I have to mention to you, someone donated what is called an Italian friendship bowl. Now I thought, what is an Italian friendship bowl? It was a lovely piece of uh, vintage. It's made of mahogany wood, and it has uh, his or her own spout from which to drink. The person takes a mouthful before passing it on to the other person next to them. And as I said, it's made of mahogany wood. It's a 8.5 inches in length, 8.5 inches in width, and about 3 inches high. And it is a really beautiful, it's intriguing looking, it's vintage. And, um, you know, I think it's lovely, and I'm going to purchase one. But, you know, when I saw it, I said, I've got to do some research on it. I couldn't find anything on it, okay? The only thing I did find that on July 30th in 2023, the the International Day of Friendship, okay, was instituted by the UN. They designated the first proposed International Day of Friendship in 1958 by the World Friendship Crusade, an international civil organization that campaigns to foster peaceful culture through friendship. Isn't that a wonderful, wonderful goal? Well, I can tell you, I gave you a little bit of a history on Osaya, and I want to tell you that one of our goals is to perform, not to perform, but to create friendship, not only among the lodges, but among ourselves. Fraternity is very, very important. Camaraderie is very important, and supporting one another is important. And you know, when you're in there for a while, you start thinking of each other as um, members of family. We are a family. Actually, we are, because we respect one another. And you know, as they say in Italian, amicizia è preziosa. Oh, friendship is precious. And you might say to that person, Say molto importante per me. Yes, you are very important to me. Io sono felice che tu faccia parte della mia vita. I am so glad that you are part of my life. Yes, indeed. Amicizia è preziosa. And that's one of the things that you will find if you join us. So, if you're so inclined, call that number, the Grand Lodge, Area code 516-785-4623. We look forward to meeting with you and forming friendship. 
So until next week, this is Louisa wishing all of you tante belle cose e ciao.